Before we jump into the episode today, I want to share something with you from my heart. First of all, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really can't tell you how much your support means to me. We've been doing the podcast now for almost four years. I can't even believe it. And I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you that listens, shares an episode with your friends, sends me a DM or a text message letting me know how an episode resonated with you or any aha moments. Seriously, I couldn't be more grateful to be able to create this podcast. It has been such a blessing in my life, and I love hearing the ways it's been able to provide value in yours as well. One thing you might not know is how much work it takes to be consistent with a podcast. In fact, did you know that the majority of podcasts don't make it past episode number 10? And we are well, 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 well beyond that. And it's just a lot thinking of the episodes, recording them, editing them, managing the guests, making sure that everything runs smoothly and gets uploaded consistently and regularly. And so that's why I have created an amazing opportunity for you to support the podcast monetarily. And in exchange for that, you will get exclusive premium subscriber content. So for as little as $3 a month, you can become a premium subscriber of the podcast. And every month I will upload new voice-guided workouts and breathwork meditation audio for you. So that way you can work out with me coaching you in your ears. You can also take a moment to reduce your stress and relax and come down and ground down with one of my breathwork audios. So if that is on your heart to support the podcast for as little as $3 a month to become a premium podcast subscriber, I can't tell you how much that means to me and the growth of this podcast. I appreciate you. If you're interested, Click the link in the description, become a premium podcast subscriber, new content every month, and while supplies last, I'll send you an exclusive podcast coffee mug so you can have your self-love and sweat coffee every morning. I appreciate you. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to Self-Love and Sweat, the podcast, the place where you'll get inspired to live your life unapologetically, embrace your perfect imperfections, break down barriers, and do what sets your soul on fire. I'm your host, London Souza. Hey, have you grabbed your free self-love and sweat monthly calendar yet? This calendar is so amazing. It comes right in your inbox every single month to help you have a little nugget of wisdom, a sweaty workout, a mindset activity, just a little something, something to help keep you focused and motivated and keep that momentum towards your goals. So every day when you get this calendar, you'll see a link that you can click that will lead to a podcast episode or a workout or something that will be very powerful and quick to read. And then you'll also see on the top left corner of every single day, there's a little checkbox in the calendar. And what that is, is that's for your one thing. You can choose one thing every month, or it can be the same, something that you want to implement and make this something that you can easily implement like daily meditation or getting a certain amount of steps or 
our water, for example, and staying hydrated, and even taking your supplements. This can be something if you want to get more regular doing a particular habit and routine, you can choose what that checkbox means. So if you want your self-love and sweat free monthly calendar delivered right to your inbox every month on the first of the month, go to lifelikelondon.com forward slash calendar, fill out the form really quickly, and you will have your calendar in your inbox within a few short minutes. That's lifelikelondon, L-I-F-E-L-I-K-E-L-U-N-D-E-N.com forward slash calendar. Go get yours for free and enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking about tips for tough conversations with loved ones. And I have seven tips written here on my notes. I did a short video on Instagram about this topic, and then I added a little bit more to this list because I think that's really the the question I get a lot from um my clients and people that I work with is, you know, okay, as I'm changing, as I'm growing physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, healing, evolving, learning, growing, all the things, and I'm learning how to express that and express the change and who I am, how do I have this kind of tough dialogue with people in a way that makes like the person I'm becoming proud but can also potentially preserve the relationship, especially if you want to, right? When we change and grow, um, not everybody comes into that next chapter with you. Uh, You can expect loss in terms of like friendships, sometimes relationships and things like that. That's part of like the shedding process. But these tips are specifically for people that we love, people we want to communicate with for connection, people that we want to preserve those relationships with. And these are some tips that just, yeah, have really worked for myself, for my clients. And I I like to go for walks, like brainstorming walks. And so some of these extra ones I added to my notes when I was like on one of those walks. Okay. So tips for tough conversations with loved ones. Number one, remember you love them. Get yourself in a loving state, whether that means going for a walk doing some meditation, some heart opening meditation, some breath work, some maybe visualization of a moment when you were with that person and having just such a really good time. Something that really reminds you, hey, I love that person. I don't want to hurt them. Let me get myself into a loving, open-hearted state. There's a podcast uh, or a, a meditation that I love that's available on YouTube. It's from Dr. Joe Dispenza. It's called Go Love 20. And it's like a 15, 20 minute meditation that's all about just loving this person, picking a person and just sending them lots of love. So I'll, I'll post that in the show notes, the link to that YouTube video in case you think that will be a helpful resource. Cause for me, it's a really helpful resource. So number one, get into that loving state before you have the conversation. And even like, as you know, that conversation might be approaching and you know, you're going to be in the situation to then have the conversation, maybe in the days, weeks leading up to it, check your heart posture, right? Get your heart right. Make sure that you remember that you love them and you get yourself into that state before having that conversation. And if you can, even leading up to that conversation. Number two, make sure you're not projecting onto them stuff that you're actually bothered about within yourself. Let me say that again. Make sure you're not projecting onto them stuff that you're actually bothered about yourself. 
So oftentimes we can get frustrated with other people when they do things that actually, if we were really to look within and get really real with ourselves, it's stuff that we don't like about ourselves or things that we judge ourselves on or things that we kind of put ourselves down for, right? So check your heart posture, get in that loving state and be like, okay, am I annoyed with that behavior? But can I see that in me? Like, do I need a mirror moment where it's like, I need to look at myself in the mirror and be like, yeah, what I was about to call them out for and like, you know, have a conversation with them about, it's actually more about me. And even though, you know, it's a quick tip and this episode's going to be quick, that uncovering process and that ownership process, that Taylor Swift moment, I always talk about, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. It's not always easy. So not here to call anybody out as much as calling you in to think like, okay, is this something that I'm getting frustrated about that I actually need to clean up in my life. Okay. That's number two. Just like check yourself a little bit. So number one was like, check your heart, get your heart in check. And number two, check yourself. Number three, practice. Practice the tough conversation ahead of time. Whether that's, I like to put on my headphones and then go outside and go for a walk. And that way people that are walking around me probably think I'm like on the phone or having a conversation uh, with actually a person, but really I'm probably not most of the time. I'm actually like talking to myself and practicing what I want to say and how I want it to come out. I remember having a challenging conversation with a close friend and I practiced a lot. I, I practiced for myself a lot, like just walking and getting out the words. I practiced also because when you practice saying it and like standing up and embodying kind of, yeah, like that physical embodiment of the conversation, getting it out with words, a lot of those feelings will start to come up too, whether that's, you know, if you're a little bit nervous or um, afraid of you know, their reaction or what they might think, or like some of those limiting beliefs of like, if I tell them really how I feel, then they're not going to love me, like whatever. Those kinesthetic feelings come up when we practice and it's kind of like getting ready for game day, right? Like you practice so that when you go out and it's game day, like you're used to a lot of the nerves, your, your words come out a little bit better. Your body language is more open and just, um, nur- or like, uh, nourishing to the conversation. Yeah. I'll choose that word nourishing to the conversation. You've practiced, you've rehearsed, right? And sometimes it's cool for yourself. And then it's sometimes it's nice to share it with somebody that you love, like a friend or your partner or a family member or someone where you're like, hey, this happened and here's what I want to say. What do you think? Right? Get a little bit of feedback on that. So that's number three, practice. Hey, really quick, I want to interrupt the podcast for just a minute to tell you about one of my favorite supplements for hair, skin, nails, digestive, and gut health. And that is Snap Supplements Super Greens with Collagen. Now, if you're following me on social media, you've probably seen me post about this a bunch because honestly, this product tastes amazing and it's jam packed with nutrients, like I said, to support healthy hair, skin, and nails. It helps support detoxification, a healthy immune system, and there's even probiotics in there for a healthy gut. It's non-GMO, no sugar added, soy-free grass-fed collagen, and every scoop is going to give you seven grams of protein. And this is why I love it, because it's not like a protein shake. It's just a scoop of powder. It tastes amazing. I put it in water, or if I want more hydration, I'll put it in coconut water and mix it up. And it's like having a nice, refreshing beverage that's packed with a bunch of super greens 
vitamins and protein. So what I'm super excited about is that for listening to the podcast, you'll get this discount here, nowhere else, but for listening to the podcast, you can save 25% off on all your SNAP supplement purchases, including the super greens with collagen. And you do that by using code London 25 at checkout. That's L U N D E N 25 L U N D E N two five to get 25% off at checkout. You can shop on snapsupplements.com or you can shop on my website, lifelikelondon.com forward slash supplements. And you'll see there, there's already an additional 10% taken off, but you, because you're a podcast listener, you're going to get 25% off when you use the code London 25 at checkout. L-U-N-D-E-N 25 at checkout to get your snap supplements, super greens, and collagen, and all your snap supplements for 25% off. Now let's get back to the show. Number four, tips for tough conversations with loved ones. Write it out and also maybe share that with a friend that you trust that can give you some feedback. So I really find that having tough conversations written out first can be so helpful. I have written, you know, seven to 13 page letters to people typed out, just getting out all the things, all the hurt, all the feels only to have a very clear, beautiful and concise, you know, hour long conversation with that person because I had really practiced and processed it and got it all out. I think people really underestimate the power of writing, especially writing pen to paper, but even typing out, it's a very good release. I remember recently wanting to communicate something important to a friend. And so I typed out what I wanted to say. And then I actually sent it to my best friend, Allie. And I was like, Hey, what do you think? And she was like, okay, that's good. Like good, good, right. Um, and she's like, that's for you. Like that's yours for your healing journey. Now let's take out like three fourths of it. And you can send that as a text. So that felt really good to write it out, to get it out to a close friend and share that with her. But then she was also able to give me feedback of like, and in my opinion, very good feedback. I love my friend. Uh, shout out to my best friend, Allie. She was like, that's for you. Now let's shorten it down. Let's condense it. And like, you know, all those details are not necessary, but they were necessary for me to admit and to get out and to process and to put on paper because it's kind of like um, when a kid thinks that there's a monster, you know, in the closet and you turn on the lights and you open up the closet and you're like, there's nothing there. It's like being able to get it out and, and put words to how you're feeling and whatever. It makes those monsters not as scary. And yeah, I just think writing oh, has helped so much. And you know what? Sometimes tough conversations is like a side note. Sometimes tough conversations don't get to happen because maybe that person's no longer alive, no longer in your life, whatever. What's been really helpful for me is writing letters to myself from that person saying what I would want to hear. And I know that might sound bizarre and delusional, but it is so helpful to tell yourself, give it to yourself first. And something is very cool about writing Dear London and signing it from the person that I kind of maybe was holding on. Like, I wish they would say that. It's like, no girl, just tell yourself and pretend like it's from them and sign it that way. It's been very helpful. A writing is such a powerful tool that I love for my life and I love for the lives of my clients. Okay. Number five, remember your core values and be sure that you're being who you say you want to be in this conversation, especially when it feels hard and it feels unfamiliar. Because if you're not used to communicating this way and being this way, it might feel very unfamiliar. If you're used to having every conversation be a confrontation and needs to be a blowout, it might be a little bit unfamiliar to be like, okay, 
what does like calmness, honesty, serenity do in this conversation while still making connection and still like making a point or still making sure that that person understands why that conversation needed to be had even when it's really tough. And so core values is one of the things I do almost immediately with my one-on-one clients because it's important to know your rules to your game so you can win. Who do you want to be? Who are you becoming? How do you know when you're being that? How do you know when you're not being that? And how do you know when it's time to set a boundary surrounding your core values? I also talk about this in my course. There's a whole module on it, my course, online course, Level Up Your Language, Level Up Your Life, How to Go from Talker to Communicator. I do a whole module on core values. And I even say in that course, and I'll say it here too, if I was going to coach on one thing for the rest of my life, it would be core values and teaching people how to choose who they want to be and actually build integrity and build in those reps to actually be who they say they want to be. So make sure as you're preparing for this tough conversation, you ask yourself, how would honesty show up in this situation if honesty happens to be one of your core values? How would integrity show up in this conversation, right? And look at your core values. If they're written down, I highly suggest that you have them written down in a place that you can easily access, but like double check, right? Like reconsult who you said you wanted to be and those core values. So as you're preparing for that conversation, you stay in integrity with those values. Number six, it's not about convincing. It's about connecting. I say this a lot. It's not about convincing. It's really about that connection that we get within conversation. You don't have to prove your point. You don't have to be right. Um, And also, I remember in a particular conversation I had with a close friend and I was sharing a lot of what was on my heart and it was hard because, yeah, it was just really clear and setting boundaries and just like, you know, it was just very, yeah, very challenging to say the least and very... um, yeah, raw and profound and powerful, right? These conversations are super, super real. And I remember saying to her, because this is a totally valid point, right? I'm not trying to convince her. I remember saying like, you don't have to agree with me. Like you can tell me I'm wrong. You know, I've done a lot in my past too that maybe you want to point out. Like you can tell me like no London, whatevs, peace out, right? It doesn't, I don't, I have to get right with the fact that a person can say no if I make a request in this particular conversation. They can be like, whatever, London, like, fuck you, bye. Like, no way. That's not who I am. You've got it all wrong, right? So being able to remember, hey, in this conversation, it's not about my desired outcome. Yes, get real with your desired outcome, which is hopefully, you know, to be connect more connected with somebody that you love. Um, but you can't be attached to the person saying like, yes, no, or um, okay, you're right, in order for that conversation to, let's say, be successful. So being able to say like, hey, and feel free to like, push back if you want. Feel free to say I'm I'm wrong and you disagree. I get that, but this is really from my heart and I love you and I I want to be your friend, you know? So that's number 6. Number 7. Try again. Dust yourself off and try again, try again. Seriously, try again, especially when you have mutual respect and love for one another, embrace that do-over. Okay. If it's somebody that you're close with, if it's your partner, if it's someone in your family, your coworker, a close friend, and you're like, no, this relationship matters. And like, shit, I didn't do a good job. Try again. Right. 
people still reserve the right to set boundaries surrounding your do-overs, right? Like if in their model of the world, you've tried and failed to communicate them within a way that's not cool, they can set up a boundary. And I think that friends that are really, really close and relationships that are really close that believe in who you are and who you're becoming, allowing those do-overs on both sides, right? There's some times where I notice I'm like, no, not going to allow the do-over. But it's like, no, it's important to allow the person to be like, that's not what I meant. Here's actually what I meant. And thank you for allowing me to try again and to do over. Um, I can think of many do-overs with my family members, my mom and my dad. So grateful that in this process of relearning how to communicate with them in a new way, they've allowed me a ton of do-overs. And I think it's really beautiful to try again. So those are the seven tips for having tough conversations with people that you love. Remember that you love them. Check your heart. Uh, make sure you're not projecting onto them stuff that you're all that you're actually bothered about within yourself. That's number two. So check your heart. Check yourself. Number three, practice. Number four, write it out. Number five, remember your core values. Number six, remember it's not about convincing. It's about connecting. And number seven, try again come back to the arena to have those tough conversations. It's not going to be perfect every single time and embrace the do-over. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Self Love and Sweat, the podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, give us a review. This really helps a lot. And share this with a friend. I'm only one person, and with your help, we can really spread the message of self love and sweat and change more lives all around the world. I'm London Souza, reminding you that you deserve a life full of passion, presence, and purpose fueled by self-love and sweat. This podcast is a Hit Spot Austria production.